Well, if I ask you right now, how are you feeling? What will you say? Think. I'm okay. Everything is fine with me. So this I'm okay syndrome, even when, you know, things are not okay and we say that, that's where, you know, we are pushing things under the carpet. And a few episodes we are going to cover what actually happens when this I'm okay syndrome becomes so solidified that we are actually lying to ourselves while lying to others. Yeah, and we're pushing a lot of things under the carpet, things which possibly are piling up and becoming stress, anxiety and possibly depression. And thank God of late, over the last one decade, a lot of things have happened in the space of mental well-being, whether it's the technological advancement where wearable trackers are out there to track our well-being, or it's been just the research in the space of mental well-being. You know, we have tools, we have research papers which validate uh, the efficacies of uh, breathing and, uh, you know, meditation or yoga or Ayurveda, how it helps uh, mental well-being. Also, the fact that there is so much, uh, you know, force behind mental well-being in schools, colleges, by the government or by corporates, that there are programs, corporate courses uh, or any program, stress management programs which are being run. And also the fact that a lot of our celebrities uh, like the Padukon or Lady Gaga, they've come out in the open and they've acknowledged, they have accepted, uh, you know, the entire journey and coping mechanisms with their own mental well-being. I think all this has really, really helped in at least talking about what you're talking about, the I'm okay syndrome. And this is what we're going to demystify. This is what we are going to demystify and figure out what are the coping mechanisms. We're going to talk about the first I am okay syndrome symptom, which is about shoving under the carpet all our stress. What is stress? Is stress about not being able to cope up? Or is stress about when somebody is pushing your boundaries and you realize that, you know, you're feeling something is not in place? Well, stress basically is the fact that, you know, our limited source of energy per day gets challenged. And what is this energy? Energy is our life force energy. Uh, we have seen that, you know, uh, we get energy, whether it is from the sun or it's about eating the right food, eating, sleeping well, um, thinking about positive things. There are various ways one would have observed that we get energy back into our system. So when our the source of energy or the reservoir of our energy gets really challenged is when we start feeling the stress. But what we think is that it's linked to our performance or it's linked to our targets or it's linked to the goals. It's not that. It's basically a step back a step back on checking what is really happening in our daily routine. If you pick up any 24 hours of your day, let's say pick up one day and spread the 24 hours on a spreadsheet and see what you are really doing every hour, you really get to know the blueprint of your life, right? So, I mean, that's technically what I do and I've been consistently doing. I just pick up my one day and I look at my routine and what am I really doing from morning till evening? 
And if I feel that there is not a balance or something is, there is more concentration on something and, you know, which is challenging my life force energy or sources of energy, I kind of fix it there. And, and that possibly helps me in managing my stress. So this is an easy tip, a very easy tip. What all you need to do is just pick up any one 24 hours, break it down, see what you you are really doing because that also means that that you're doing repeatedly because habits are formed over time. And then we can see what habits need to break, what habits need to stay. And possibly when you are thinking it's linked to performance or it's linked to targets, you will see that the same targets and the same goals you are able to you know achieve or overachieve once you have the right amount of energy within you. And my sources of energy have been the breathing techniques or the pranayama, uh, meditation. Um, it's been reading very interesting books, which gives me source of information, source of wisdom, uh, interacting with interesting people. Uh, it could be just painting. It could be um, writing. Anything which also kind of channelizes that energy, something which is unresolved inside it needs to get channelized. Sometimes if people do physical exercise, you know, take all the stress out. Uh, I think for me, it's been creative catharsis. So I think that's worked pretty well if you want to explore that. Anybody can draw and sketch and write. Uh, pick up the pen, pick up the paper, start expressing yourself. So anything which is a residual of the stress which you went through will basically get channelized. And it's must. And we'll get to know why it's must in the next episode. Because if we can rebalance the energy cycle at this stage, it will not reach to anxiety, which is stage two of our stress level. Uh, stress level going up basically can lead to anxiety. Today, we are going to talk about anxiety, which is the second stage of this syndrome in which we are shoving things under the carpet and what actually happens to our mind body. Uh, when repeatedly we are started living in the future, uh, anticipating all the fears, uh, everything which could possibly go wrong, uh, we start reliving those moments, the bad moments which we are anticipating in the present. And it starts showing in reactions in our body in terms of palpitations, sweating, uh, deep fear. Uh, it could lead to panic episodes or anxiety episodes. And it's also about a racing mind which is not able to control or contain itself. One trigger thought, one thing which might, you know, triggers it or it could be a stimulus uh, in the environment. When th these things have started happening, uh, it's good to observe and observe how many times it's happening. Uh, what are the triggers? What's the stimulus? And the possible way to come out of it is first thing like I've been talking about is the breath. Our breath connects us to the body. And I, if we take our uh, full attention to our breath in that moment and do some deep breathing, that will basically ground us, bring us back to the present moment and not live in the future, uh, stick to some event which, which is supposedly going to go wrong in, you know, from our perspective. And the other thing is that we need to start talking about our fears, uh, start, uh, you know, sharing it with our well-wishers or have one or two people around us who can understand this phase which we are going through. It could be just something which is stuck in our head in terms of an event, person, situation, which we are not able to come out of. 
uh, and if we keep shoving it under the carpet possibly it can lead to the third stage which is depression and how to avoid that stage is that you know we have to again reinforce that we are connected to the larger universe you know when this disconnect happens uh, that we are the microcosm and the macrocosm which is the larger universe we and we feel that we are not connected to that larger universe then this will just solidify and how do we build that connection back to the macrocosm through our faith through our devotion through surrender through doing some activities which basically builds our faith back into that you know we are i'm not alone i'm not this you know isolated individual having its own trajectory and you know i i uh, i'm not able to share my uh, pains and anxieties with anyone well we are connected to the larger universe the fact that you know a lot of things in our life are in our life because of not all, all all about because of our actions it's a lot about grace and the gratitude which we feel towards things sometimes you know we get something we get some blessings we get some care love so we have to kind of open up our eyes and say that you know <clears throat> yes it's a phase i'm going through but there is a larger connection i have to this universe and there's a lot of self effort but i guess there's a lot of grace which will also work at this time uh and i hope when you know start noticing this that you know this i am okay syndrome second phase i'm getting anxious you can pull out of it pull out of it with a few techniques which i've told you and it doesn't go to the stage 3 which is depression which you, we are going to talk about the next episode what is depression well uh, depression means once you have not been able to manage your stress and not been able to manage anxiety has chances of leading into depression not all the time all i'm saying is that because stress which is solidified over a period of time is leading to you know some symptoms of anxiety can lead to depression which is basically about being stuck in this world full of thoughts belief patterns a uh, very strong feeling of low moods low energy uh feeling that you are not able to come out of it is like you know you're stuck in a quicksand and possibly it's a phase uh some people might have gone through it it might have been a shorter phase or you might have felt that it's just gen- general sadness it's good to get it um uh, uh you know diagnosed uh, through proper channels i'm no expert in this all i'm saying is that when over a period of time over multiple years we've shoved things under the carpet we have not managed our energy levels uh, or a lot of other aspects about about our belief system and which is basically leading to repeated stress levels repeated anxiety levels it has a chance for you to feel you know more depressed more uh, low mood low you know mood swings and what are the symptoms of these yeah so essentially suddenly you just feel kind of disconnected right you feel disconnected you feel uh, cut off you feel that you have to you know manage your mess on your own uh, you might just start disconnecting with your family your friends your uh, well wishers and i think this is the time uh, either you do all these techniques and coping mechanisms which we spoke about in the episode of stress and anxiety which will help you to come out of it or going to an expert for an opinion whether it's a therapist or getting diagnosed 
or uh, just talking to a very close friend or a family member will give you the right and clear direction because possibly by this time you were also not thinking clearly yeah and uh, this is a really very very important stage when you should definitely reach out for help any iota of help would really really come handy uh, to gain all your strength back to feel that normalcy again to feel more centered to feel that you are in the driving seat to feel that you have gathered all the courage to slowly move back uh, to normalcy uh, so this brings us to an end to our series on stress anxiety and depression and i am okay syndrome so next time if somebody asks you and have you have managed all these coping mechanisms to manage your stress i hope you say Yes, I'm okay right from the heart. Not from the head, but right from the heart. You feel it inside, you feel it in your cells, you feel it in your heart, bottom of your heart, you feel it under your skin, and when you say, "Yes, I'm okay. Thank you so much." It will really really reflect in your smile, in the twinkle in your eyes. And I wish you all the best, and I'll come back with a fresh new series next time. Please subscribe to my channel, like, share and comment. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,